Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones in the Temple Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we are a VHS podcast, except when we're not. And this week, we have a special guest returning. Say hello, John. Hello. John, don't call me Harrington. Harrington. <laughs> That's what everyone calls me. Yeah. Did you ever get that license fixed? <laughs> no. I did. I did, actually, yeah. <laughs> you should explain that to him. So I had moved from Indiana to Illinois, and it took me like six months to make my driver's license change because I kept getting like the runaround, like, you need to do this. And then I go there. Nope, nope, actually, you need this. And it's a long story story. I finally get it after months and months, and I've had it for months. And I look down one day and see that my last name, instead of Harrington, says Harringtron on it. <laughs> They spelled my last name wrong, and of course, you know, you have to review it, but you, when you spell it out loud for them, word or letter by letter, you assume that they type it right, and I had no idea, so I had it for, you know, however, like how many years, five years that is, or whatever. Well, you do look like a robot in disguise. Yeah. Autobots, transform and roll out! <laughs> I also transform into a car when I'm not. So. Yes. What type of car is that? <laughs> a Subaru <laughs> hatchback. <laughs> Back to the actual uh, podcast here. This week we did Raptor Ranch. Deep in the heart of Texas. Three people going missing in three months. It's the bloodsucker Chupacabra. The teeth marks indicate a very large predator. So are we talking about a canine? Sure. The dog is about 10 feet tall. A small town girl. I just want to get out of here and become one of those famous singers. Finds a mysterious ranch. What the hell was that? That there's coming from crazy Dr. Kane's place. Some people say he's growing 20-foot meat-eating emus up there. You're here because the killings, huh? Just a routine investigation. Is it true that dinosaur-like creatures have been seen in the area? Will you say that again? Because I thought I heard you say raptor. These things are nocturnal. That don't sound like any critter I've ever heard before. Probably a megalosaurus. You know, the kind that'll just rip the flesh right off your bones. what those things are out there. We're a lot safer inside than we are out there. I was just thinking about you. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here! We should go back and help. Hell no! I'm not gonna become a Jurassic snack pack. A.K.A. Dinosaur Experiment. <laughs> One of those titles is good. Yeah. The other title puts me to sleep. <laughs> right. What is Dinosaur Experiment? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I picked this, and I know it's a weird one. I only picked it because I just simply wanted a trashy B movie that's like centered around monsters. And I figured, ah, dinosaurs will work. I looked up, you know, what dinosaur movies I should, you know, pick, and there's so many. And I finally found one where this insanely enthusiastic reviewer was like, one of the best independent monster movies I've ever seen. Whoa. Did I write that review? <laughs> I didn't think about that for this film, but it's mm. stuff that I say all the time right. <laughs> when I like probably shouldn't. <laughs> it had a bunch of keywords in it, like it had heart, passion, and you know, like stuff like that. And I'm like, whatever, I'll just pick it. Because, you know, we were sandwiching these between movies that had real budgets like Jurassic World or Jurassic Park 3 and um, the hell else did we just... Um, Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex. Yeah, Theodore Rex. Dinosaurs, the... The claymation. claymation thing, yeah. So before we got into Jurassic World 2, I said, let's watch some real trash. <laughs> you found it, Mr. Bay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I watched this movie twice for you listeners. <laughs> That's commitment. Uh, well, I had watched it such a long time ago that I kind of forgot a lot. Because this movie kind of will do that. You watch it and you're like, okay, well, that was that. But one of the, what defines this movie is I was watching it and Sarah comes in like the last 30 minutes. She's like, what are you watching? I go, ah, oh, some B movie dinosaur monster flick. She watches it for maybe 30 seconds. And it was when the kid comes out in the Roman armor. Mm. And he's going to fight the dinosaurs yeah. with a shotgun. With a BB gun. With a BB, yes, that's right. <laughs> and she goes, wow, this may be the dumbest thing I've ever seen you watch. And then she walks out of the room, and I was thinking to myself, I lost like 10 minutes of the film, and I go, oh, no. Well, I can come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> like challenging her in my own mind. <laughs> Uh, and I did not rewind, but so, and that's like quite of the reason I had yeah. to rewatch this for a second time. I lost so much. Well, let's get into, <laughs> I guess the, the marketing, which is none. But can we talk about the weirdness of the posters and the Blu-ray? So we just got done looking at it. And one poster has pterodactyls in the background. <laughs> Which are not in the movie. Yeah, spoiler alert, guys. If you're looking for a pterodactyl dinosaur flick, this ain't the one. You should watch Jurassic Park 3, which we review next week. Yes. <laughs> and then we looked at the Blu-ray, and it kind of looks like the movie in a way, but the two main actors, well, one of the main actors, Abby, in this, not her. Mm. Yeah. And the dude that's on the left of her... Not even in the movie. Yeah. No one even resembling like the outfit or the face, like where you can kind of like mistake it. No. Not at all. And this was a, a comedy. Yeah, the, the way yeah. they advertise it, they make it look like this, this, you know, army guy, thriller, you know, taking down dinosaurs with explosions and things like that. It's like, no, this is like a spoof movie. This is like a comedy. Yeah. And none of these, even the Raptor Ranch, like which looks like almost like an earlier poster, even though it has the pterodactyls on it, uh, it's still not advertising that it's like funny. Yeah. So neither of the titles in their advertising... Yeah. Conveyed that it's basically like silly movie. It had that uh, that tagline like they were supposed to be extinct. Like, <laughs> well, they were extinct. <laughs> 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 well, 
let's get into the plot, sort of. I don't know. I, this came out in 2013 or 15 or Depending I don't know. Depending on where you look. Yeah, like, yeah. It was all over, but it was directed by a first-time guy, Dan Bishop, uh, which also co-wrote it with someone called Shalom Mazur. I was like, uh, is that what is that Russian? I don't know what that is. Uh, which also produced Attack on Yakuza. And I was like, okay, so they've done nothing. This yeah. is, you know, first time. I get it. And it was starring and I'm only gonna talk about two actors in this, because the rest, while they go went on to do other stuff, who cares? Right. <laughs> uh Jaina Mashanone, uh Mashonts. I don't know, whatever. She's Native American, and her name in it is called Abby Whitecloud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she, like, at first I just thought she was, like, someone with fake boobs just trying to make it the monster flicks. And then I found her online, and she's, like, a good person. She, like, <laughs> she works with her Native American tribe from, I think, North Carolina, She's a musician, and she does charity work for youths and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I immediately felt like a (laughs) douchebag. Like, I judged that book by the cover, and I was totally wrong. (laughs) Does she actually sing then, or is she like Really? And she's actually, I mean, some of her music videos are pretty bad, but her voice is good. Because it doesn't seem like, because in the movie, like, she talks about, like, how she wants to get out of the town for, and, like get her career going and singing and that's not really brought up again until like the very last scene of the movie and it looks like it's overdubbed like it doesn't look like she's singing at all like if she's singing to her own voice or what i just clearly she's not singing in that scene yeah we'll get into that because this movie does have a musical number guys (laughs) (laughs) like wish we were making that up Uh, but the movie yeah ends with a musical number <laughs> yeah 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 i i we'll get to that when we, i that i was so confused about the I end too. i still don't know what i watched but the other person i want to point out in this is lorenzo lamas which plays special agent logan and i mean barely acts Hey, paycheck. Yeah. Pay, collecting the paycheck. Like, yeah. What would you say, like a day on set? Two yeah. days? Yeah, a day yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and you, all you hardcore um, <laughs> Lorenzo Lamos fans will remember him from Renegade. <laughs> a man on the run. <laughs> like, I get, what was it? The typical uh, cop story is he was framed for a murder he never committed. And now he travels around on a motorcycle solving crimes. <laughs> I can't believe this thing was on in the 90s, and I never heard of it. Oh, yeah, I didn't either. Never, never heard of it. I, I knew who Lorenzo Lamas was because I watch garbage films yeah. often, but I didn't know about the show at all. I mean, now that I looked up his movies, I want to watch them. Yeah. Because yeah, sure. Gladiator Cop sounds like the best oh movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was the, it was a sequel to what movie? The Swordsman the Swordsman? 2 yeah. or something. I, I don't know, but Genghis Khan enters his body and then has to kill... His enemy from 2,000 years ago? <laughs> I'm like, sold! It's like The Shadow, but uh, with Lorenzo Lamas instead of Alec Baldwin. So. Uh, Lorenzo Lamas, his picture on IMDb is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the summary of him. Completely. In a completely white suit on like maybe a Corvette? Like or a, a bright red, like fire truck red Corvette or like some sports car. Just in case you didn't know, folks, he's cool. 
<laughs> you know, I don't know Lorenzo Lamas. I, we're we're not friends. I don't know this guy. Oh, I'm glad you told us. <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you established that. <laughs> but I get the feeling he's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I don't know this. I just get the feeling I wouldn't like him. <laughs> your educated guess. Yeah. My educated guess is Lorenzo Lamas is a piece of shit. <laughs> I would love it if we looked him up and he's like, I teach karate to youth kids in trouble in the inner city. Yeah. Like, God damn it! Yeah, just like the other guy. Yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a picture of him, like, handing bottled water to people in yeah. Puerto Rico <laughs> yeah. after, like, yeah. like oh. And then I just feel like an asshole now. And then I'm the piece of shit. So but he either... does get in the sports car and drive away. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, and dust splashes on a kid's face. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> uh, Anywho, we watched a movie. Yeah. <laughs> And it starred those two people. It's a sci-fi... We, we talked about Lorenzo Lamas more than he's in the film. <laughs> yeah, this pretty much. He is top billed on most of the posters, but we have now talked about him for more than he appears in the runtime of this film. <laughs> it's true. We, so it's just a sci-fi fantasy horror comedy that, you know, is blatantly, you know, <laughs> doing dinosaurs. It's a monster flick. We get it. Uh, but it's very hard to pin this down because the first five minutes they commit like the ultimate monster sin is they show their monster immediately yeah it's like oh that's how the dinosaur th- there we go <laughs> and it's killing abby's mom and i was so confused because yeah i thought that was i had her no first. idea what was happening and that yeah. opening scene for the longest time yeah. i didn't know what was happening till the second time i watched it and i like Oh, I listened to her because first time you watch it, you're you're like, what is this? What are we doing? The What's first happening? time I watched it, I was like, I was like, is this is this overdub like supposed to be there? I was like, am I, am I watching yeah. the wrong version because there's like talking over the scene without them like establishing that there's gonna be voiceover. Well, it mm-hmm. says six months earlier, I think. And you're like, yeah, but I don't know what time then period. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And I, and I might have got that wrong. It might have said six months after, like, when we first start the movie. But it doesn't matter because, like, to me, I'm like, why? Does it matter? That Just, was so confused. Because we get time has passed when you start showing her getting up late for work and you find out that her mom's dead because the news tells you. And you're like, yeah, we get it. Her mom died. We didn't need this entire opening scene at all. Which Especially because they show it again, and they show it again, so yeah, we don't need it in the yeah. beginning. Ooh, yeah. So and the overdubbing, it's really quiet, and it's uh, the sound effects of what's happening is really loud. It's it's just not done well, which adds to the whole confusion of it. Well, and you talk about confusion when she grabs, like, the bow and arrow and, like, fires it through the her boss's face, which then goes on, like, for a voicemail he leaves. I thought the whole time she wanted to get out of this town to become like a bow and arrow performer yeah. <laughs> and like i had no idea i was like wait what is that a real thing can you get out of small towns to like become i was like is she gonna like walk a tightrope and fire it into like a, right. a target so yeah. i was i because they did not listen <laughs> at all I, did, I was watching this like oh what the fuck is going on here and then her boss gives her like that skimpy outfit. Yeah. 
she goes to work she her car breaks down we find out she's not stupid because they're like oh when it we'll just interject this like talking about oh i should have got this car with the fuel blah, 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 garbo coming out of her mouth and i'm like yeah we get it she's not an idiot yeah yeah but uh, but she's having the worst luck ever yeah, yeah. and yeah. then dinosaurs <laughs> yeah yeah i so, had a rough yeah. day <laughs> she she owes her boss money because they bought a truck that breaks down mm, yeah <laughs> and she's trying to pay him back but she wants to get out of the town there's your main star we get yeah. it you're supposed to be cheering for her because her boss is shitty and she's got bad luck and her mom's dead okay I mean, for a B-movie, that's pretty much enough. I don't need any more of a setup. <laughs> but we get so much more yeah. than yeah. just that one character. It keeps going. Because we get introduced then to the agent, played by uh, Lamos, who is saving kids in Puerto Rico right now. <laughs> Not really. I don't know that. Please don't believe that. And don't go to his Instagram and find out. So, if he has one of those. <laughs> yeah, don't correct us. Let us hate him. <laughs> yes. Let us live in our island of bliss and ignorance. <laughs> so we find him, and they're going to investigate something. They're two agents, like, down on their luck, I guess. That's it. That's yeah. all we know. And then we get meet to our other... We find, like, three different groups right in a row, too. Yeah. I mean, this mm-hmm. movie's bouncing back. The cuts were a little jarring. Yeah. Uh, so we get the douchebag kid in college who's like, we're going skiing, man. I fuck bitches. Who's wearing his ski boots walking around inside the college. Yeah. And he's horny as hell. Because he says, what, tits? Is that his oh, thing he says He's a tits man. He's the tits man? Yeah, he calls himself a, a tit something. Titty man? Like, the titty master? Yeah, the titty man, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I find funny because the girl he ends up hooking up with doesn't have big boobs. Well, he's the titty man. You know, he's just any And doesn't show them either. Oh, you know what? When I hear a titty man, I assume, like, big. I don't know. Maybe that says a lot about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's something you need to work on yourself. <laughs> You're growing. <laughs> the first just, yeah. Just, my, my brain just stopped. Wait, who am I? <laughs> uh, so we get introduced to Sheldon, which is kind of the nervous kid... Cause, the nerdy guy. Because yeah. Luke, yeah, Lucas is the douchebag athlete. Sheldon is the nerdy. I don't really know if he has anything else. Nerdy Nothing. Is, yeah. He's, he's like, always like, I don't think this is a good idea, guys. Uh, he's yeah. that character. And then we have Man Beast, which is the fat slob. Yeah. yeah. Who's kind of supposed to be the comedy relief, even though everyone hears the comedy relief. Yeah, everyone here is funny. Yeah, everyone yeah. is jokey. Yeah. Yeah, they steal Sheldon's mom's. Uh, station wagon and by the way call it the shaggin wagon i was like whoa 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 don't interject a better movie a better comedy even into your current comedy because <laughs> yeah. i don't want to think about dumb and dumber while watching this because now i want to watch dumb and dumber <laughs> you uh, feel dumb and dumber for still watching this. <laughs> dumbest yeah was that the second dumber yeah oh don't watch that um my opinion. Just mine. <laughs> so then we get introduced to the band, which is called Big Willie and the Willettes. Yeah. Yes. Talk about an original title, folks. Yeah. Uh, they get kicked out of a completely, I don't know, like redneck. I don't even know why they disliked him. Because he was like black? they were singing for an so. NRA group. Like that. That's yeah. like the. That's kind of the people they look like. Just stereotypical kind of redneck southern. Go to Walmart with their 
AR-15 on their back. Like it, it looks like they're singing for that group, and they definitely don't belong there. Well, I didn't understand, like, because they don't tell you. Did they not like the music? Did they not like that he was black? Because then he has two white backup singers like the i didn't get it either i didn't know anyway i I think yeah i think it was definitely that i think it's well and it's just like that's not their kind of music that andy's black Mm -hmm. and like they've got the goth girl like it's just like i feel like just everything is off-putting to the nra which by the way that group is everything you've got the gay big black man you've got the purple like type tiger striped yeah Yeah. suit suit who's looking for some twinkies (laughs) Yeah. yeah Uh, then you have like the Barbie type girl mm-hmm. in the blonde, who I guess is just a backup singer. And then you have the goth girl, who is a drummer <laughs> and is way over the board creepy. You're like yeah, she just likes weird. creepy stuff yeah. way too much. Right. I I love these two girls though in this movie. They're mm-hmm. so fun to watch. Like, I they wanted really more of them. I honestly just wanted more of them in this movie. Yeah. We do get a lot of the goth girl, which is good. And that was a good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I could have watched their movie as opposed to... Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. which, which, by the way, did you pick up the title of... Or did you pick up the town's name? Uh, Fossil Ridge? Yeah, Fossil, Fossil Ridge. Ridge. Just yeah. if this wasn't shoved in your face enough, this is about dinosaurs. We're yeah. going to make sure that... And they had like a sign entering fossil ridge or something yeah, and yeah. i was like <sighs> i don't know why that would irritate me because it makes sense it's just irritating <laughs> uh so you get them and the way all of this converges is big willie's van breaks down mm-hmm. like they're having engine trouble so mm-hmm. they've got to go to the gas station slash diner mm-hmm. slash convenience store mm-hmm. yeah and the small towns ki- yeah that's yeah. how these things work yeah. <laughs> and we don't the- have policemen here <laughs> The kids run out of gas and have to push their station wagon to the gas station. And then we find out before that the rancher who is creating all these dinosaurs, he bought all the gas because he needs it for his generators to keep the dinosaurs locked in through electricity. Yeah. All right. So we have everyone converges. Missed that about buying all the gas. Yeah. (laughs) Totally missed that. Well, he comes in and everyone's just like, oh, shit, it's... He's like, oh, shit, it's creepy Dr. Kane. Uh, I mean, we find that they establish him being creepy so many different ways. He's picking up roadkill and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. He's buying all the gas for, he's, like, he comes in and says, like, I got a big weekend this weekend. Got to get all your gas. And, and then, of course, her or disgusting. Like a storm was coming or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Wow. I watched it twice, didn't pick up why. <laughs> I think he says something about a storm coming, and he's worried about the power going out, and he needs the generators or something. Yeah, and he's he's got a creepy stuff in his attic once yeah. they finally get there. Like, he's just, like, overboard creepy, and I don't really, like, all you needed was the roadkill pickup, and then him being, like, it, it, there's too much on this rancher. I don't care about this rancher. I only care about what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But also part of me was like, I'd rather watch The Rancher than this damn disgusting boss who's like, oh, yeah. go get some dead squirrels. We gotta get, we gotta make more special salts. Yeah, yeah, the secret ingredient. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> forgot about that. That's, that's Possum? super gross. No, it's squirrel, squirrel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's super gross. Yeah. All, all the while, like, once we get to this point, too, like, everything is super jokey. Like, mm-hmm. everything is really, like, everything's funny. Like, of course, the... 
the lead singer that wants the Twinkies is just like the most stereotypical over the top gay, mm-hmm. you know, and like the the titty master is just the grossest, like just like you know. Oh yeah, he's talking about his uh, like baby batter and yeah, all baby stuff. batter and stuff like that. And then they have a fart joke with Mambies. Yeah, like, Mambies. I love how he has to tell them, "I've been smelling my own scent for a long time," and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, we all have. Like, you don't have to establish that. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> with all that, and it just, like, reminded me, I was like, this is, like, a PG-13, like, trauma movie or something like that, where it's, like, <laughs> everything's gross. They're not really, like, they're not going crazy like, you know, trauma would, but, like, everything is just gross all the time. Like, everybody's, like, on 11 and gross. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, Beast Boy or whatever, he t- turns over, and you see not just barely ass crack, you see, like, his entire bare right. ass. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Aww. And going back to that weird smell, like, because that's a quick cut where it's them in the car, then it's uh, two other people in the car, and they're all talking about this weird smell, which is never explained or brought up ever again. Exactly. That is, I've never the knew. The smell of dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it that? Is it? Like, is it all the dead carcasses because they've been eating all the roadkill? Right, right. And all the, all the, like, it looks like they're eating, like, ox or, like, giant cattle because when they knock yeah. out one of the skulls it's got like huge horns and i'm like what is he where is he getting this yeah. i know he's a rancher but where is the cattle yeah right? yeah you where is this coming him. from mm-hmm. uh so uh anyway uh it basically turns into abby is going to take sheldon and man beast and whatever goth girl's name is doesn't matter they're gonna t- she's gonna take them to the rancher to get some gasoline but what i didn't understand is the goth girl just comes because lucas and whatever barbie's like teen bop is yeah. going to hook up yeah, yeah. obvious uh, it yeah. could not be any more obvious as soon as i saw those two i go well those yeah. two are hooking up <laughs> man beast and the goth girl are gonna hook up or something yeah yeah which never actually comes through but right. she takes them to the rancher that's when we get introduced to the rancher has the dinosaurs Mm-hmm. And then we get a cut somewhere back to the FBI agents when they like, here's a dead body. And by the way, look at this track. This sure isn't no bear. And, and like, it's yeah. clearly a dinosaur track. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyone could look at it and be like, yeah, it's a fucking dinosaur. And they're like, what kind of track is it? And she's like, is it a dog? And she goes, well, if the dog's ten foot tall or whatever like that, you're like, oh, jeez. And then that weird, like, line, throwaway line where the guy, she's just, she says something to him, he goes, any day, babe, any day. You know, right. I was like, yeah. what is, what? He clearly is, yeah, going over her, and he, he makes mission of some other girl, and, like, where he came from, like, that's the reason why he was Yeah, you know I'm guy. here because I just banged the boss's daughter. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. like, yeah, Lorenzo Lamas is, like, like an X-Files kind of thing, right? Where he's, like, paranormal investigator or like extra phenomenon investigator or something i don't know he is but man they barely set it up right exactly uh so it's not like he was sitting there looking through like books of like all of his you know like aliens or monsters or something it was i think they put some pictures on the background and then he's like they talked about chupacabra at one time no they talked about chupacabra like three or four times I didn't get, like, what they were trying to do with them. <laughs> it just seemed like that they were a complete afterthought. They're like, oh, we need to somehow, like, intersplice these guys into the movie we already filmed. Yeah. 
And maybe the distribution people are like, we got we got a couple BC level actors. We can get llamas, guys. Yeah, we, we can, can get, get llamas. llamas. <laughs> He's currently not saving Puerto Rican kids. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, he's. I could just see him finding this and being like, "Oh man, I like this idea, guys. I'm gonna run with this." <laughs> Oh, no. he's he's gonna he's gonna he is gonna find this because he's probably got like a Google alert for his name because he's not oh, doing anything yeah, else. Right. He's gonna find this and he's gonna be like he's gonna want to fight us. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna win because <laughs> I will fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fighting you, white pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and one of the strange things is they cut back to the agents and the agents go into this diner and she's like what you should do is you should go over and he's like you need to shut up don't be telling these agents this and like she's Irish or he's Irish they both are yeah either way none of that pays off yeah no no. (laughs) like he's paranoid just to be paranoid and they put that in there I think just so they're like hey Texas towns are paranoid I think they're in Texas right yeah yeah, because, uh, yeah, they are, yeah, I can't remember where I saw that, but yeah. Well, I guess because Fossil Ranch and, and Cattle Rancher, I, I just, I, whatever, Texas, we'll just say it. <laughs> then we get them, the rancher dies, which, by the way, Sheldon's the only one who tries to save the fucking rancher. Yeah. And Abby's just like, oh, all right, he's dead. And they're <laughs> supposed to be, like, know each other for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he picked her up from work and stuff. But here's the thing. He's like, go upstairs to the attic and get my medicine. Don't touch anything. She takes her fucking time. Yeah, she's like, hey, if I just take my time, we won't have to worry about any of this. <laughs> and Sheldon's, like, giving him CPR, like, trying to bring him back to life. And the fat kid, or the fat guy, sees, like, like he's tripping, which... From what? I don't know. Yeah, you never see him take drugs and he just sees like flamingos or whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And he's freaking out about it, which he's already like way over the top, like, whoa. And he like constantly can't stand still. He's like, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Also, doesn't he like make a, isn't there like a throwaway line where he says he has like a phobia of flamingos or something like that? Oh. Or she oh, says Lord. it. What do you have? What are you scared of? Well, she doesn't. She like taunts him or something like that, and he and it like yeah. makes him like wig out worse. Yeah. Well, the, so the two relationships here, Man Beast, which is in love with the goth girl, but he never mm-hmm. actually hits on her. Right. And she's like making fun of him because he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought Sheldon, like, and Abby, the really pretty girl, were gonna hit it off because he's yeah. like nice and nerdy, but then he's not nice. Yeah. What? I don't know. They don't what know he what is. to do with this character. No. Oh, it's so annoying. And she's mean to him for no reason. Yeah. She's just mad the whole movie. Yeah. Like she's start pissed. to finish, yeah. and it's like work with these people so you can get out of this town. Right. One of these people will take you out of this town. Like right. <laughs> hitch a ride with them. <laughs> like shit. And she's just mean to everybody for no yeah. reason. Yeah. And then Man Beast basically kills this town. Because she's like, okay, I need you to go take care of the gas. His only job is to get a can of gasoline. And he's like, what's this button? And yeah. he lets all the dinosaurs oh, so He's like, I like the band uh, uh, The Doors. And he, it says door really big yeah. on the thing and pulls the switch. I think like above it says, dinosaurs. don't turn off. Or, yeah. Like, and then he freaks out and turns off everything. Like the electric <laughs> yeah. fences. Yeah. yeah. 
so he pretty much kills everyone in a way. I yeah. mean, the dinosaurs do it, but they're just you know they're just doing what they do. Yeah. Uh, so Man Beast is the actual problem in this movie, and we need to talk about the abuse of drugs. And <laughs> no, not really. I don't give a shit. So Man Beast gets eaten, but I didn't notice that until the second time. I thought Man Beast just disappeared. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because later the. Um Sheldon's bringing him up to his douchebag friend like, what happened to Man Beast? And he's like, well, he ran around the other side of the house and he disappeared. Like, So I'm thinking, oh, he's going to come back and save the day or something. And No, just never comes back at all. See, I, I actually caught it. I, I only watched this the one time. Only the one time. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I noticed him getting eaten, but I think it was because I, I kind of liked the Man Beast character because he was so gross. I was oh. like, this is like our gross, gross character. Like, the ass hanging out, the farts and things like that. I was just like, I want to watch more of this guy, too. And uh, he, so we got eaten. and I was like, well, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like yeah. the girls, too, a lot in this. Once the gross character's gone, I'm like, well, there goes that whole layer of humor. So right. now i got to listen to the titty man for the rest of his scenes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had, we had two gross maybe three had the douchebag gross who just wants to use women as objects right. you had man beast which was like fat and farty gross right mm-hmm. and then you had the super creepy disgusting boss right yeah. who was like rapey gross yeah <laughs> yeah and they go back to abby's yeah. place and a dinosaur immediately eats him yes <laughs> okay i like this now like that whole scene i was like good he's gone yeah well, at first, when he first started eating, it just looked like the house collapsed in on him. And I was like, well, that was really random. And then all of a sudden you see, which looked like to me at first, a very disproportionate animatronic dinosaur compared to the CG, like the CG ones. Yeah. And it's just his head crashing down on top of him. And then it just cuts to the rest of them, like, I'm sure for budget reasons. And, yeah. like, it's their reaction to him getting eaten. Yeah, they always spill see, some guts. Yeah, and then you yeah. just see kicking legs go out of frame, and that's it. And then they had fun destroying a house. Mm-hmm. And th- then I realized, like, oh, man, Abby's truck is broke down, and now her house is destroyed. She's got to get out. Yeah. <laughs> There's no excuse yeah. now. And I think she had time to grab her bow and arrow at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, obviously she's going to kill the final dinosaur with bows and arrows. Honestly, that's how the movie would set up, right? That's what you think. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Um, (laughs) So they go back to the gas station diner. The idiot is banging Barbie girl. girl. She dies, which... In the middle of it. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I thought maybe, like, she... I don't know, whatever. But they're just here to die. Yeah. So they kill her. Eventually, the athlete puts on a Roman gladiator outfit that's probably made of plastic, mm-hmm. grabs a shotgun that's actually a BB gun, yeah. runs out, and just gets eaten. Dead. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. And that's the part where I told you Sarah was just like, well, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen you watch. I'm like, I don't know, babe. But it's got to be close. We're not even in year one for this podcast. There's so much more to go. There's so much more layers of dumb we have right. to uncover. Yeah. I uh, just like the, the Sheldon character. is like, what are you going to do with that BB gun? And he's like, I'm going to shoot its eye out. And then immediately just chopped. Yeah, that's actually the part I, I laughed at, too, because I'm like, yeah, yeah that's right. That's, yeah. Just kill him. I knew immediately it was going to happen. He's like, he's not going to do anything. It's just going to be uh, disappear into dinosaur mouth. I did like when they found, like, all of her entrails and bones and stuff like that, when yeah. Sheldon's like, what happened? 
pretty sure at this point you should figure it out. She was eaten. Oh, <laughs> uh, and even like let's we can go back before that, right before that scene where Sheldon's like one of the dinosaurs knocks over the band's bus and it's upside down, all disheveled, and there's like a mattress in there where they were getting it on, and they all leave except for Sheldon, who's just sitting around like crawling around like uh, 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 frantically in the bus while the dinosaur's on the outside of it, and he has all these chances to run away and leave. But it just keeps cutting back to him as he looks like he's looking for something almost mm -hmm. throughout it, even though he has it all. The then there by the time he actually does escape, he realizes like half he's like halfway to safety that he doesn't have his beanie cap, and he runs back and searches for it, puts it on, and is like gives himself a pe like a pep talk, and then runs out to safety again. Yeah, uh, we also forgot I guess that Big Willie dies in the bathroom oh yeah jurassic park style mm -hmm. i was like oh i get it okay that was not really exciting though i thought it would be mm. funnier is there something he's just like oh it gets eaten like off camera right yeah yeah you yeah. don't even see it happen yeah. you just know it you see like the dinosaur coming for him and that's it yeah you see the tail go in and the door shut <laughs> it's like yeah it shuts in and then, yeah. and then you just hear oh you know screaming yeah. and all I, that disappointed me i'm like come on you had to have some guts and stuff like that left over let's mm -hmm. get like it shooting out of the stall or something like yeah. just yeah. get a blowgun yeah anything but they just all right yeah. which is sad because i, I kind of wanted him to blow up because <laughs> he's he's a big guy let's yeah. blow him up yeah but that's, that's right. what you in movies like this like in a, in a trauma movie or something that's yeah. exactly what you do <laughs> yeah. a trauma movie that wants to be a trauma movie but can't be a trauma movie yeah pg-13 trauma <laughs> yeah which just should not exist <laughs> that's actually now what i'm going to think about this film from now on it's, it's a pg-13 trauma film <laughs> and everyone will be like what the fuck are you talking about it's like foreign language to normies <laughs> yeah, right, right. so they open up the book too and they end up finding out that this dinosaur is called megalosaurus and then they read you the origin, and I remember the whole time being like, I don't care. Yeah. These are supposed to be raptors. <laughs> right. Why are you telling me it's Megalosaurus? Well, it's like the goth girl's reading that, and it's like, and everybody's in this, like, life or death situation. She's just like, <laughs> like, thinks it's hilarious, and she's like, this weird, like, getting off on it, sort of. Yeah, like, she wanted to sit next to the dead Dr. Kane. She's like, can mm. I sit next to the dead body when we drive back? I'm like, I, we get so it. Weird. Yeah, She's yeah. so weird. She's so weird. You're goth. Yeah. Fine. God, Quit Jesus. driving the point home. It's, it's like it's like being gay and coming out to gay parents. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> uh, too much. <laughs> enough is enough. I don't know what happens. And they end up getting to like, like a factory or something. They mm -hmm. run away from the dinosaurs. And I guess they ran out of ideas to kill Sheldon and uh whatever goth girl's name is because they both get like flattened flattened yeah yep. they get stepped on and i was like oh uh all right whatever i mean that to me i was like that's the most boring way to die from a dinosaur like right. they they did it in the lost world where the they get stepped on and they keep going and i'm mm -hmm. like I, I don't want that. I don't want that in my dinosaur movie. I mean, I want it once, maybe, if you're yeah. going to do it. And they had some good smash effects, you know, with the guts mm -hmm. and stuff. But once. Twice I was like, twice I was just like, nah. And they're seen so it. close together. Yeah. It was like, she gets stepped on, and then he they both jump out of that big window, and then the dinosaur jumps right after them and just immediately steps on him again. Like, it's really back-to-back. -back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, thinking, we get to this point, I'm like, okay, she's going to kill the dinosaur with her bow and arrow yeah 
and the dinosaur ends up chasing her around, which is bad. This end here where the dinosaur is chasing her around in that little factory, that's bad. That was yeah. so bad. It's yeah. too long, too. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, we get it. Like She's the only one left alive. Yeah. Just do it or don't. She you jumps know? Out, of the, out of the warehouse, ends up back in the warehouse. Right. Yeah. Well, then, when the dinosaur gets caught in the door, yeah. the dinosaur has shrank <laughs> yeah. considerably. Yeah. And then I look over to the left, and you have, like, Photoshop drawn in explosive yeah. barrels. Yeah. In a refinery. I don't know what this place is. Yeah. I, I don't know what this It's is. full of gas that they could have used to fill up the cars <laughs> and leave a while ago. <laughs> well, see, guys, if you go to Russia, they just have these abandoned buildings loaded with gasoline, and that's just what they do. <laughs> yeah, like, put all that uh, extra gasoline right over there in that abandoned factory. But why, sir? Don't ask questions. <laughs> you never know when you need to explode a building. Yeah. <laughs> and she takes out her bow and arrow and shoots the explosive barrels. She lights it on fire. Oh no, she doesn't even use her bow and arrow, that's right. She makes like a little trail and lights it on fire and then somehow escapes that giant (laughs) explosion. Yes. That's how bad this is. My brain was fighting this so much. Why isn't she shooting it with a flaming arrow? They've set up, she shoots a bow and arrow. Yeah, Yeah. no, (laughs) no no payoff. And then she somehow escapes. And then at the very end... The to ep- perform a musical number. <laughs> yeah. She escapes to yeah. perform a full musical number. Oh, yeah. But before that, the yeah. FBI agents yeah. come. And they wake like, up from the explosion, <laughs> and they're like, what was that? <laughs> and then one of them clearly is like, that was an explosion. We need to go. And the other one's like, what happened? You know. And then the... They're like, media's there, and they're like, what was it? They're like, uh, chupacabra or something. Cops are there, and earlier she says there are no cops in the town, and there's suddenly cops there, and there's like a big media thing, and they're like trying to cover it up of what (laughs) happened. Oh, and then, Matt, I'll let you explain the end. I mean, I've already said it. It's, there's a full musical number. She returns to the voiceover, says, I've made it, I got out of the town, and then we see like a pretty much a full song, and a whole like in a whole mm-hmm. show. Was she at a strip club? It looked like a strip club, yeah. yeah. And it looked like a strip club, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and then the girls are dancing around her in, like, what looks like stripper get-up. Yeah. yeah. And she's, like, having a whole show tunes thing. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? I mean, was her goal to get out of the town and work in a strip club? That's well, what I thought it was, yeah. yeah. And she's upset because she had to wear, like, a skanky outfit at the job, and then she goes and works at a skanky place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but she gets to sing, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, right. She, like, fell upwards, but worse. Or not worse, but, like... She fell laterally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah, don't you know see her explain. singing career. This is the first time you ever see her sing or hear her sing throughout the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And it's at the very end. When you, like it's her dream, and it's the first time you you're kind of learning about it. Almost. It's almost like she told the director and the writer, "Listen, I'll be in this film, but I gotta sing." And they're like, uh, "This entire script, okay. has, <laughs> right. entire script has nothing about singing." <laughs> when she gets out of the town, she'll become a performer. And they're like, only could get strippers? <laughs> yeah. I think that's exactly what happened. Well, yeah, because it's just a... And, like, if they're not a guy, all the guys are sitting down watching it, none of the guys are dancing, and then there's tons of girls just sitting on the guy's lap. Like, you're like, yeah, this is clearly a strip club. Yeah. 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 No doubt. 
Yeah. And then a raptor. Did you guys catch the raptor attacking at the yeah, end? Yeah. I don't, like, is it attacking them or is it attacking the camera? Like or the viewer? Like no. Like a radically different looking place. Yes. It's yes. like it's just nighttime somewhere. <laughs> what is going on? And then like when it ends, like, the whole time I think I go, wait, did the raptor come from Texas and follow her all the way to California? What is he hunting her? Yeah. And then my brain paused my life and said, "We need a new direction." <laughs> <laughs> so this is Steve's last episode. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Do we recommend Raptor Ranch slash Dinosaur Experiment? Matt, go first. <laughs> um, okay, so I we, I have spent most of this time shitting on the movie. I have to give it some credit because when it first, first started, I thought it was going to be another like sci-fi channel original movie, which takes itself way too serious, has just awful CGI the whole time, and is, you know, quite frankly, boring, which a lot of those made-for-sci-fi movie of the weeks are with the dinosaurs and everything like that. But... There was humor, and most of the time it didn't work, but I was appreciative that they tried. It did something different. The CG, for what it was, was pretty good, you know, for this level of movie. And the fact that they attempted to do some practical effect, very little, but Mm -hmm. they had tried some. This still felt more like a labor of love, a little bit misguided, uh, but more of a labor of love and not just like a sci-fi channel cash-in. It's okay. And it made 90 minutes went by pretty fast. Uh, the ending was probably the only slog in the movie for me. So it's okay. It's okay. I agree with lots of that. I The the whole beginning, though, of it, setting up all those characters, felt like that took half the movie to me. So at the beginning part, I was like, oh. So that was hard for me. Um, I did, like, I thought the modeling of the dinosaurs were really good. I didn't think they were animated or, like, lit very well, like, for all those technical geeks out there. The uh, practical dinosaur, I thought, looked really good, but it just, you couldn't see it barely. It's like they either didn't have a whole dinosaur, and they just had parts, yeah. so they had to really obscure it. Um, but yeah, I, I felt, too, that the movie at the beginning, the quality of it, just kind of got worse as the movie went on. Like, the <laughs> the way that was edited, the way it was shot, the scenes just got worse and worse. But the beginning, I was like, hey, this is like a... This, it was already better than my my initial impression was going to be. But, yeah, I think it would be fun, kind of like uh, with Theodore Rex, with a group. Seeing it with a group, I mm-hmm. thought, you know, would be a whole lot more fun than on your own. I um, think that's specifically yeah. what this movie did. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I kind of do. I fully recommend this. It's weird because I watched it. I thought it was dumb. I didn't laugh at a lot of the jokes. Mm. I thought the puppet, I agree with you, I thought the puppet that they used, maybe even animatronic, that was an animatronic, probably just a puppet, was actually pretty good, and I thought some of the CG, I think Matt, you said too, was decently good, but at the end of this, I wasn't bored. I was confused. Right, yeah, yeah but I was watching it. But I, I was never watching stopped it. watching it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, and I've watched it twice. That has to say something. <laughs> yeah, there you the, go. Well, not just like... Obviously, you were doing it for reason. You know, you were watching it twice so you could take notes and prepare for the podcast. 
But you know, like if if this movie was boring, you would have you would have fallen asleep. You would have yeah. you know gotten on, tuned it out, got on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like that's a testament to the movie that you were able to watch it twice. You didn't necessarily choose to watch it twice. You were doing it for research. But like the fact that you were able to make it through twice, mm-hmm. that says something a little bit about the movie. Yeah, it was. I, I recommend it. You know what you're getting into. You're getting into a semi-funny mm. monster flick that does the thing that no monster flick with no money should do. They show their monsters way too much, way too fast. If this movie would have not shown its monsters until, like, maybe the boss gets eaten, if they just would have shown, like, the rancher throwing slop into, like, a cage, it's like... You know, like they did at the beginning of Jurassic Park. The reason it was so interesting was you knew there was a dinosaur in there. And he grabs one of the guys and kills him. It immediately sets up tension like, what the fuck is in there? Even though yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. Immediately they ruin that with showing a raptor at the beginning, killing yeah. the mom. And I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. You know, riding on what you're saying here, like, good job. Like, I just want to say, like, good job it, because it probably had no money. Yes. This movie had probably no money behind it, it whatsoever. It, it said estimated three and a half. I guarantee you that money was being made while they were shooting it. So at the beginning, they probably had, I would say, half a million. Yeah, that's what this movie This looks like a half a million dollar movie. Yeah. And, like, good job. Maybe not fully successful at it. This this feels like a first film, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it, you know, I, I, I actually would like to see what this filmmaker or this group of filmmakers, whichever, you know, whichever, what they would go on to next because they've got some good ideas. It's, they did a good job for what they had. I know, for an independent film... That was a B movie and a first movie. I was actually really impressed that they, one, pulled off mostly a cohesive movie. Right. Uh, So I say, you know, watch the ads through it. There's too many. There's like six or seven. But that's probably not the filmmaker's fault. But, you know, watch it. Give it one view. Maybe do it with a group. Get some laughs. They're They're going for that. They want you to laugh with them. You do laugh at them sometimes. But I think any independent horror maker or monster maker expects that. Like there's because oh, yeah. they, they don't have the money to make what they want to do. They've right. got to make what they've got the money to do. Yeah. If you're laughing, you're engaged. Whether you're laughing at it or laughing with it, you're engaged, and that's right. fine. Yeah. Usually for indie filmmakers. So, all right, let's move on to what we watched real quick. This week, I got on a Netflix kick and I watched Cargo. This country changing. Sick. We all get sick. You get sick too. If you are infected, then you've got 48 hours. Stop the car! Let me out! You have to take her. What do you mean? You have to take her. I'm here, alright? Which is a zombie film that doesn't want to admit that it's a zombie film. It's like, oh, it's it's an outbreak. An Australian piece that uses um, the Aborigine a lot. It's all character driven. And even Sarah, when she watched it, immediately we were into it. Uh, she didn't get to watch the very beginning, which is sad. But even her coming in 20 minutes late, she was hooked because I explained it to her. You know, it's a guy with the baby. The wife dies and he's trying to get the baby to safety because the rules in this movie are if you're bitten 
it takes 48 hours to turn. And it's kind of cool because they use that tension. Most mm. zombie or infected movies, it's kind of up in the air how long it takes them. Yeah. You know, do they turn immediately after they die? Do they die and then take a short period of nothing? And then this one specifically tells you. It takes 48 hours after the bite to fully turn. And you have symptoms like every three or six hours or something. Okay. So, like, they explain it to you. And it creates tension. I've been tired of zombie flicks, but this one came on, caught my interest, and it's good. I would give it a solid B-minus character-driven film. Go ahead, Mitt. Uh, I saw Upgrade. Can I have everybody's attention? I'm looking for the guys who murdered my wife. <laughs> Are you one of them? Yeah. Stan, you can take over. Thank you. I now have full control. Hi. You upgraded. Now you're stronger. Faster. Whoa, 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 whoa. Better than everyone else. Right before we came and recorded this, uh, by now that this episode's dropping, it's probably already out of theaters. But <laughs> if it's if it's still hanging on. Uh, after a couple weeks in release, uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's a nice techno thriller, part man, part machine, all revenge. Uh, and it is, it is, it feels like a canon movie now, which is just awesome. Like, it's just super gory, it's a revenge movie, you know, and it never tries to be like, it's not what... <laughs> for lack of a better way of saying it, it's not a pussy revenge movie where it's like, you know, like, well, taking the high road is the better way. No, 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 it's a revenge movie, and you get to watch this guy brutally, you know, take apart some bad guys. I, I really enjoyed it, yeah, and I'm underselling it. It's a really smart, fun techno thriller uh, from Lee Winnell, who wrote uh, Saw and Insidious, and he's directing this one and does a great job. Really, really liked it. Highly, highly recommend. Have you noticed... The more years we're gone, we're losing this whole PC, protect everyone, don't offend. It's kind of turning into like, hey, life's pretty shitty. People are going to get offended. Get over it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. liking this because mm-hmm. it's coming from, it's coming from like these kind of like liberal filmmakers that are like, we're, we're on your side, but we can't let PC take over type thing. Like, you know, no. it's not, it's not coming from like the Clint Eastwoods. It's coming from like these sort of like Hollywood elites that are like, wait, 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 PC is too far. We, you know, we can't lose, we can't lose art because, you know, through well, this. Because so. it affects artists quite a bit. Right. I mean, we're not defending the Roseannes of the world no. who claim, you know, like, oh, Ambient made me racist. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, that's that's not how it works, Roseanne. Yeah. You're racist. You're just a, yeah. you're just a regular racist. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't just go out and call people of color an ape. Yeah, no, like the... the the sort of conservative bend on that is always we gotta stop these PC snowflakes and what they mean is let's be super racist (laughs) (laughs) whereas like what artists tend to say we need to stop this PC they just don't want things to go too far and I love that I'm 100% part of the anti-PC movement in that regard (laughs) yeah so am I to get rid of all the the handcuffs yeah same thing art should not be safe yeah, and yeah, same period. thing with comedians. Like yes, when comedians should not be safe. Mm-hmm. These universities who are like, 
We don't want them in because they say something we don't agree with. No, that's not how life works, kiddo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. All right, John. Uh, I saw Solo. Uh, I haven't list. I didn't list you guys' podcast on it because I didn't want it to be spoiled yet. Um, but I ended up get out. It. Listen to it. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on, this and that. Yeah. Every single one of our episodes. <laughs> she should just edit the door going. <laughs> hear me walking like. Oh. <laughs> just the sad like. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, uh, Solo is, uh, you know, it's the movie no one was necessarily, I don't think anybody was wanting. <laughs> Parf is, Parf is making the sad noise <laughs> yeah, for you. She's, yeah, there we go. Don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it's. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. It was a fun, you know, summer movie with action. Um, uh, I think I would have liked it better if it was not a Star Wars movie. Then I would have been like, oh, I really liked this movie, but because... It's a Star Wars movie. I was just like, what? The expectations are yeah. over the top. Right now, what I, uh, things I liked about it, it was kind of dark, and like Rogue One was, um, just the way it looked. There's a lot of things in there from the uh, like the spinoffs with like Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff like that, and that'll help tie in a lot of stuff for people who haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, had a good time watching it, enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's kind of short and sweet. Yeah. Or what's your level of like, wow, I can't wait to see this with like the Boba Fett movie and most likely the Obi-Wan. I don't know if I want to see a Boba Fett movie. Like, uh, he's he was like the cool guy who was in the background. I don't need to know his life story. Like, I don't need to know his birth, his death, like his midlife crisis. I don't need to know that. Like, <laughs> you don't um, want Papa Jenga Smith with with little Boba yeah. on his knee being yeah. like, "I'll remember, shoot for the head." <laughs> right, right, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, I don't need to see that. And kind of going back to the like the Clone Wars and the Rebels, like you see the like, kind of whiny teenage version of Boba Fett, and no one wants to see that. Like, who cares? Um, so, yeah, I'm. I kind of just don't care to see it. Now, if it looks cool, I'll probably, you know, I know myself. I'm, I'm we're sitting here wearing a Star Wars t-shirt in this podcast. I'm probably going to go and watch it. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't the film I would have went to go make at all. I just realized how big a nerds we are. I have a 1989 <laughs> Batman shirt on. You have an Empire Strikes Back, and you're wearing The Mummy. Yes. <laughs> like, pretty much the 19... 19- 32 mummy but like his eye is bleeding for some reason yeah, which yeah. is not like anything in any of the movies right. but yeah I don't know I like this shirt I don't know how did it, any of us ever get laid like ever <laughs> nerd is cool now nerd you, is cool now it's you okay. guys got laid <laughs> <laughs> oh I want to end with that joke but uh, we never actually put anything in our museum So can I just oh, say yeah. all three of us will just probably put in the puppetry of the raptors and yeah. dinosaurs? Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Don't need to fight <laughs> you on that. Yeah, that's, that's Ma- maybe Matt would put in Man Beast. No. No? No. no. Mm-hmm. I like the character. I would probably put in Goth Girl before I put in. Uh, but I would mostly put... I would, I'm would. i still going to put in the, the practical dinosaur. But if I put in Goth Girl, it's not because the character is particularly well written. It's actually really poorly written like it's like <laughs> it's like how do we hammer home she's goth like every single way we possibly can 
But in doing so, in their bad writing, they make her one of the most oddly fascinating characters, yeah. which I don't think they did on purpose. <laughs> but like suddenly, it opens up a whole new thing where it's like she's not just a goth girl; she's like legit, like crazy. And it's like yeah. this is kind of fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> she's unstable. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, she needs her own movie. There's a prehistoric animal that's been extinct that is killing everybody, and she's in the store picking out a like fishing net and putting a baby into it, like a, like a toy, just like yeah, da, 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 as like murder and death is happening right beside her. Right, and I'm just like, give me this character's movie. <laughs> yeah. So Matt's putting in the goth girl. Uh, John, you're gonna put in the the practical dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm putting in the musical at the end where I. I really have questioned my life. Like, <laughs> new direction. Like, now is the new direction of your life being a singer at a strip club? I think it's the only way to truly go. <laughs> I mean, that's when you know you've made it. Right. Apparently. Yeah. yeah right. If you if you didn't have these movies in your life, though, you'd miss it. You know, like you sit there and you question it. You're like, "What am I doing?" When I'm, when I do it all the time when I'm watching these movies. Where I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" If I wasn't though, I'd miss it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else would I be doing? <laughs> watching a normal movie? Boring. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. I don't even know what normal is. <laughs> I will use this as a segue to talk about my other podcast where I am watching normal movies. Uh, the AF High List is our podcast. Ashley, who guested on the solo one, is my co-host on that, and we watch each of the 100 AFI movies stone. So listen to that podcast as well. I did like listen hearing to my stupid voice. <laughs> I did listen to it, and I like how it goes on. You guys get more and more sober and make more sense. Yes. <laughs> or you not so much make more sense. I understood what you were talking about, but you become more focused on the movie. <laughs> right. My goal is to be so stoned for the next one, though, that we don't get to the sobering point. <laughs> well, good luck, because I was very concerned at the amount of snacks you ate. Oh, that was light. That was a light night. That's light? <laughs> That's why I don't do it all the time. <laughs> That's why I like only do this for the podcast and like random occasions, because when I get stoned, I can eat. <laughs> when you talked about eating Doritos with corned beef and hash out of a can, yes, there was a part of me where I go, "I'm gonna need a new uh, a new partner because you're going to die." No, no, here's the thing: there's so many preservatives in my body. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> I'm gonna be miserable, but I'm going to be preserved like a mummy. <laughs> and it all comes, comes back yeah, to the shirt. Full circle. Well, let's end with that. Remember, come back next week. Matt and I are getting through Jurassic Park 3. We start slow, but then we get happy. Yes. I mean, we haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> <laughs> These are all done live. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we only feed them directly into your ears. We're with you at all times. We haven't recorded it yet. So. Yeah, and then the week after that, we will take on Jurassic World the Forgotten Kingdom, forgot. I don't. What? What Fallen? is it? Fallen? Fallen? I don't know. I can never remember that fucking Dodge Jurassic World two. Whatever. Jurassic World two colon Jurassic Park five. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll have a guest here on that one as well. So, but I won't introduce her yet. I mean him. I mean uh, person. I mean gotta go by surprises. <laughs> Remembered? Oh, we don't do that shit. We don't rewind on Days Without Tapes. <laughs> you don't have to rewind DVDs. <laughs> so remember to consider what direction your life is going and come back next week. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Listen to us on Google Play, Stitcher, all that shit. Uh, YouTube, I don't even remember what we're on. Yeah, all of them. Do yeah. it. Listen to us. Pod, bean, bean, pod. Yes. <laughs> bean, pod. Yes. Bean, pod. Yes. And uh, appreciate all the, the rates and reviews that we've gotten thus far. Thank you for listening. And thank you, uh, John, for joining us again. Thank you yes. for having me. All right. Later. Bye.